0: One seven things you didn't know you need to know. I'm Kira Rebens and this is the Smart Seven Ireland edition. Good morning. It's Tuesday, the seventeenth of May. It's National Walnut Day. Happy birthday, Trent Bresner, Passenger Enya, and Jeremy Vine. UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson was in Belfast on Monday to meet with Northern Ireland's political leaders and to try and break the deadlock at Stormont over the Northern Ireland Protocol. He spoke to all five party leaders but it didn't seem like he'd solved any of the issues as he still plans to proceed with the new legislation. We would love this to be done in a consensual way with our friends and partners but uh, to get that done to have the insurance we need to we need to proceed with a, a legislative solution at the same time. Sinn Féin leader Mary Lou McDonald didn't seem to be impressed by her meeting with Boris. It's very clear to us that uh, despite all of the rhetoric from the British government about re-establishing the executive here in the north, that in fact their priority is placating the DUP. And as the Irish government continued to warn against unilateral action, the DUP, Sir Geoffrey Donaldson was renewing his calls for exactly that. Clearly, we want a fully functioning executive. We want that to happen as soon as possible. And therefore, we're looking now to the government. We've had the words... We now need to see the action. That's what we're looking for from our government, from our Prime Minister. It's decisive action on the protocol. Iraqis he Health Committee met again on Monday, this time to hear from the chairperson of the Vincent's Healthcare Group, James Menton. Questioning centred around the ownership of the National Maternity Hospital and Sinn Féin Health spokesperson David Colnan had some very specific questions about who had spoken to whom. Has the Taoiseach ever corresponded with the Saint Vincent's Healthcare Group on the issue of the ownership of the land at any point? The Department of Health. T-shirt, I asked. Uh, no, not to my recollection. Micheal Martin spoke to reporters to clarify that, as far as he was aware, it was Minister for Health Stephen Donnelly who approached the hospital. My understanding is the Minister has gone to Vincent's about that. Vincent's were never of a mind to sell the entire site because of the fact that it's a broader campus. That's my understanding. And Donnelly had said he had asked in the door last week. The plan is due before Cabinet for a vote on approval today. There was a major breakthrough in the siege of Mariupol on Monday night with Russian troops opening a humanitarian corridor for the evacuation of 53 wounded Ukrainian fighters from the Avastol steel plant. They were taken to a Russian-controlled town of Navazovsk. Almost a dozen buses left the plant with the images shown on Russia today. Ukrainian sources say a further 211 troops were taken to the Russian-controlled town of Olonivka. It's not clear how many troops are left, but the plan is to exchange them for Russian prisoners. President Zelensky says it's a delicate operation. Could you Ukraine needs Ukrainian heroes alive. This is our principle. I think that every adequate person will understand these words. The operation to rescue the defenders of Mariupol was started by our military and intelligence officers. To bring the boys home the work continues, and this work needs delicacy and time. Meanwhile, Sweden has followed Finland in confirming it will apply to join NATO. It's a dramatic move that makes one of the biggest strategic consequences of Russia's invasion of Ukraine so far. Sweden's Prime Minister Magdalena Andersson explained the rationale. Today, the working group's report and its conclusions were discussed in the Swedish parliament and the support for a Swedish application for NATO membership was broadly affirmed. After the debate, the government of Sweden formally decided to apply for NATO membership. The Battle of the Wags continued on Monday as Colleen Rooney took to the stand for the second time in the £3 million Christie libel trial. Colleen described how she ramped up her self-proclaimed sting operation against fame-hungry Rebecca Vardy. Sofa Wensler has more. She's been speaking a lot today. She's also discussed, you know... Um calling the WhatsApp messages between um, Rebecca Vardy and her former agent Evil and accusing Rebecca Vardy of almost kind of stalking her. Um, So quite a lot of strong language used today by Colleen. But Ms Vardy didn't hang around, though. She upped and left court early before it had even finished, citing an appointment she had to get to. You can catch up on all the latest from the Waggaard at Christie trial each afternoon with our Smart 7 bonus episodes. Still to come the Smart 7 Island edition. Blackpool footballer Jake Daniels makes history, and the new series of The Boys is on the way. Right after this. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. Welcome back. Arsenal face Newcastle on Monday night in the Premier League with the Gunners needing to win to stand a solid chance of staying ahead of Spurs in the race for fourth place. But only one round of games left this weekend. It didn't go well for Mikel Arteta's men as they lost 2-0. That leaves Tottenham two points ahead of Arsenal with a better goal difference and Arteta wasn't pulling any punches. It was a really difficult night to swallow. Um... Newcastle decided to to win the match comfortably, they were much better than us from the beginning to the last minute um, and we had nothing in the game. But he says there's still a chance. There's always a chance in football and you have to be there just in case that chance appears. Jake Daniels made history on Monday. He's the UK's first professional footballer to come out as gay since 1990. He's only 17 and plays for Blackpool and his announcement was praised by a wide range of people including Boris Johnson, Harry Kane and Gary Lineker. He spoke to Sky Sports about his decision and how hard it is to cope with the stigma of being gay in male professional football. He's hoping his announcement will help to open doors for others. I think because I'm younger people can think, you know, this kid's brave enough to do this so i think feel like i'll be able to and i just want to do that for other people The boys are back in town. Yep, the incredibly dark, deeply violent superhero series is coming back to Amazon Prime. It's set in an alternative timeline where superheroes are really supervillains using their powers for their own selfish gains. The boys are a group of vigilantes who are trying to take down the crooked heroes. It looks both amazing and totally chaotic, and it drops on June 3rd. I am very excited for everyone to meet the real me. There's something wrong with Homelander. This has been the Smart Seven Ireland edition. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back tomorrow morning at 7am. Have yourself a great day. Written, produced and published by Daf Davis. Hi, this is Kira from the Smart Seven Ireland edition. Just to let you know, we're pausing this podcast from Friday, the 25th of August. But you can still get up to speed in just seven minutes if you search the Smart Seven and catch up with our UK edition. Thanks for listening.